Hello, Cubs fans, and welcome to a brand new edition of Cubs on Tap. We're talking about another win, Nick, and I'll tell you what, buddy, before we get into this whole thing, first off, I am Ron Luce, joined by the great Nick Hudson with me here tonight. Dude, I'll tell you what, it's funny because you and I talked a little bit pre-show, right? Uh, you know, friend of the program here, Mr. Juice on Tap. Hey, his name's in the intro. It's true. He's part of this part of this show. But our other three co-hosts came on last night after a beautiful win, beautiful win, and just bitched and moaned. <laughs> do you know what we're not going to do tonight, Nick? We're not going to bitch and moan because they did it again and they got another win. It's 10-6 victory over the Pirates. They secure a series win going for the sweep on Wednesday. But before we get into everything baseball, Mr. Hudson, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing very well. In fact, I needed this game to refresh the soul. It's been a lot of poor baseball, you know, as a Cubs fan having to consume. This was very, very refreshing. I needed this on every level. The offense actually picked up a starter. I mean, right there, that's just, that's big in of itself. So I'm doing fantastic, (laughs) man. Hey, I feel that. I'll tell you what. I don't know if anybody's watched, but lately this thing has not moved off of my hat. And we're going to change that right now. I don't know if it's going to come off. Oh, it will. Here we go. It's been a while since this one's been on. Because we're we talking go. about a W. We're talking about a W, Nick. And it feels good, man. And Juice blames Joey Cheese for uh, last <laughs> night's uh, anger. I agree. Um, Jeremiah even agrees. Joey's not here because he's scared to be happy. You know what? I think Joey's not here because he'd rather hang out. And this is not a shot at our boy Jack Bushman because I love Jack Bushman. But he'd rather talk golf than rather talk Cubs, apparently. That's just that's just hearsay. That's all I'm hearing. But as you noted, Nick, we are happy. Indeed, you're right, Bernie. We are happy because the Cubs win 10-6 to over the Pirates tonight. And like you said, Nick, let's start there. This offense picked up a starting pitcher tonight in the sense of Smiley didn't have it. Three runs in the first inning, two of via the long ball. Kutch, literally, you know what the worst part was, Nick? I turned the game on. I was a little late. I was doing chores and everything, you know, had to, had to turn the game on. I turned the game on, and as I turned the game on, all I heard was, and I went, and I watched Talkman run toward the fence, and I went, shit, that's out of the yard. Sure enough, fourth pitch of the game, gone. And I was like, you're shitting me. I was like, I turned this on, and that happens? I was like, that's not good. Nick and I are going to be yelling and screaming tonight if that's the case. But no, no, no. No, no, no. The offense picked it up. Yes, Smiley had a rough game. Five earned. Still went six innings, but five earned runs. Gave up the three long balls. Neither here nor there, Nick, because like you said, the offense picked it up. Big sixth inning really turned things around. That gave them the lead ultimately. And then they continued to add on to it later in the game. Dude, initial thoughts, really, of this offensive rally from this lineup tonight. Heck yeah, man. I mean, the sixth inning was absolutely huge for this Cubs team's momentum, uh, especially as an offense. But, dude, Talkman is that guy. He <sighs> is that guy. That that uh, rope right up the middle there to bring in those runs, that was huge. It was just like – out of character for this Cubs team to do that in that moment. That's why I was like, holy shit, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. 
And I don't know, I don't know if you saw Nick, but the uh, the old Cubs on Tap admin, we we don't know who that is at any point in any time. But um, they said short, sweet, but we all agree with it. Let's fucking go. I think that's how everybody felt in that moment. And you know what? I'll tell you what, Nick. Let, let, let's talk about him because you and I talked a little bit pre-show about Bellinger. And so anybody that that hasn't been keeping up with the news, Cody Bellinger has finally started a rehab assignment. He's in AAA. He's in Iowa. He's in Des Moines. He made his appearance today. He had a single, had a sack fly. But worth noting, he played first base. And I think, and I think you think this too, Nick. I think we all agree. And I think a lot of Cubs fans are in the same boat. Mike Talkman is the reason that Cody Bellinger is playing first base right now. And just like Jeremiah says, I think it's best for Mervis's development to go back to AAA, let Belly play first, especially with the knee probably still being a little bit of a concern. Mike Talkman has held it down. The epic catch in San Francisco in the Kyle Hendricks start on Saturday. Tonight, he made a really nice play late in the game that saved probably a tied game, truthfully, against the Ivy. Yes, it allowed one run, but it easily could have allowed two. And tonight, he went at the top of the lineup in the leadoff spot, three for five, three runs scored with two ribbies. I'll tell you what, I I know we've given a lot of shit to this front office as a podcast, I think as a fan base, truthfully, Nick. But for a guy who played in the KBO last year, Mike Talkman has been a hell of a fucking find. And I think he has presented something at the top of this lineup that this Cubs team needed because they looked lost. They looked lost on the road trip. I think we all agreed on that. They just, they looked out of sync, whatever. But he has provided some electric plays as just, and again, he's not expected to be the hero. He's not expected to carry the team. But in his role as a solid center fielder, and more often than not lately, the leadoff hitter in this lineup, He is absolutely delivered. Nick, I mean, just what do you think it is that is allowing – A, is is allowing Talkman to bring this to the lineup, but B, do you think it's just the case of he's exactly what they needed at the right time? Yeah, I mean, right there. I I think you're exactly right. Uh, Huge thing with the front office. You got to give him props there. That is a huge find. It's a heck of a player that he's turning out to be, but – he just he's a clutch hitting guy he's got speed he's everything that we needed nico horner to be at the top of the lineup and to have another guy almost like hidden talent that's exactly what you need if you're going to talk about getting back in this and being competitive or even getting close to 500 again so i mean this is exactly what you needed at this time but I love I love his style of play. He's just a ball player. He goes out there, gives you a great plate appearance. Uh, he makes great contact. the The other thing is his defense, like that catch you mentioned tonight. That was just it was spectacular. He stuck right with the ball through the catch, through the wall, and he he looks great. So I think that's why Belly's playing first, man. Hey, and you know what? I, I think that's okay with this team, right? Because let's be mindful for those that don't know much about Mike Talkman. He's not some up and coming, you know, Oh, he's a prospect and things like that. You know, he's 32 years old, which I make that sound old. It's not old, but 
he he was a 2013 draft pick. He was a Colorado Rockies 10th round pick out of Bradley, which anybody that lives in the state of Illinois knows exactly where Bradley University is. Uh, and he's a Palatine native. And I think that's what makes this story so much fun for a guy like Mike Talkman. Because, yes, is this going to be the rest of his career? Is this even going to be the rest of his season? Maybe not. But in this moment right now where this Cubs team, A, is struggling offensively, B, need somebody to step up in the absence of your gold glover who's been hot to start the season and Cody Bellinger, Mike Talkman has done a hell of a job filling that role, truthfully. He is he has not left anything on the table. I think everybody's very content with what he's brought to the table. Yes, he doesn't walk a lot. I don't give a rat's ass. He is still right now a 758 OPS player, and he's hitting nearly 300, 299 after tonight's game. That plays, and he's playing very, very good defense in center field. And I think that gives the Cubs this weird sense of faith that one of their depth additions has worked out, right? Because it's one thing to be excited about the guys, that the, the big signings, right? The Dansby Swansons, the Cody Bellingers of the world, you know, all of those big guys that you bring in in an offseason. But injuries are just like Thanos. They are inevitable. And in the case of Cody Bellinger, he has missed a lot of time for this Cubs team in center field. Mike Talkman has stepped up admirably, admirably in the absence of Cody Bellinger. And now, to your point, Nick, has played so well that the Cubs are confident enough to say, Belly, we don't want you to, to hurt your knee anymore. We want you to stay healthy. We want you to be truly 100%. Come back, play first base. Don't hurt yourself anymore. We need your bat in the lineup. Mike has got center field covered. And I think that's a, a true relief. And, and Nick, quickly here from the comments, Scott says, don't let Mike Talkman game distract you from the fact. Smiley battled for six innings, gives up five runs, still gets a W. Agreed. Agreed. I think after the start that Smiley had in tonight's game, for him to still give you six innings of decent baseball, truthfully, at the end of it, is absolutely incredible. And and like Scott says, he gets on base. Do I care if he hits or walks? No, you don't, Scott. <laughs> Nor did Billy Bean in Moneyball. I love Scott is oh, just out cool. here setting me up with, with softballs down the middle of the plate. Why do we like Mike Talkman? Because he gets on, on base. base. Exactly. Don't give a fuck how it happens, but he gets on base. Nick, it's been such a relief seeing a guy like Mike Talkman. It's become such a feel-good story. But I'll tell you what. Mike Talkman aside, this team looked really good offensively tonight. Dansby Swanson, three for four with a walk, two ribbies. Ian Happ, one for five, but two very big RBIs. Seiya Suzuki, two hits. He was two for four, two ribbies, two runs scored. And then you had Mancini come through in a pinch hit situation to add that 10th run. Gomes had a hit and two walks. Madrigal scored a run with an RBI and two walks. This offense got it done tonight. And even though I think with Fulmer on the mound, we were all a little concerned and Smiley had probably one of his rougher outings of the year, even though he got the win. Lighter Jr. comes in and shuts the shit down. And the, even though Alzali made it interesting, he still got away with it. And they, they still get out of there with the win. This just felt like I, I am going to take a little bit. I'm going to steal just a smidge from last night's show. Because Joey 
and Juice and Tyler discussed because Joey came in fucking angry for no goddamn reason. I'm calling you out, Mr. Ricotta. No reason after an 11 to 3 win or whatever it was. It was just like, yeah, this team does this, and then they go five games without scoring more than four runs. And that's fair. That is very fair judgment. But this is where I call to this team, Nick. And this is this is where I want to hear your thoughts and know where your head is. And I want to hear how you're feeling about guys like Sayon. I want I just I want you to let it all out there. But I, I broke out the fucking the tie-dye tank top. And anybody that's a loyal listener has seen this thing. It, you know, it's when you know it's summertime when this thing comes out. But like this is the Cubs team and the Cubs vibe that they need. They need that Wrigley Field vibe. Bring it on the road with you. I don't care if it requires you bringing a, a jar of fucking Wrigley Field sand with you. Do whatever it takes to bring this, this momentum that they build at home, especially against good teams. The Pirates are a good team. I know everybody says, what? They're the Pirates. I don't care. <laughs> they're still leading the fucking division. Yep. They're still the best team in the NL Central. And guess what? This Cubs team has won the series already against them, has an opportunity for a sweep tomorrow. And they are just getting it done offensively. 23 runs in two games. He- or pardon me, 21 games. I, I can't do math. 21. 21 runs in two games. Regardless, it's over 20 runs in two games. That's really fucking cool and really fucking tough. And we like that around here at Cubs on Tap. Just, Nick, what is it going to take for this team to take this energy that they have at home at Wrigley Field in this case? And carry that with them because we have seen it. This is why the guys were mad on the show last night. We have seen what this team can do at full strength when they are hitting and guys have timely hitting and pitching is there. What is it going to take for them to bring it all together and just ride this into the rest of the season to at least have a shot at the central title when it comes to year end? Yeah, man. I mean, it's all about the vibe, like you said. And this team tonight was operating – exactly the way you want to see they need to play to their brand of baseball i've said it before and this is exactly what they did tonight is play to their brand of baseball did they get down 5-1 early on yes but they knew that they could string some hits together and string some runs together and honestly the power it's not going to be there for this team it's just not going to be the top 10 in baseball they're just not going to be there so they have to accept that and play to the brand and when they're on the road, they need to remember that you have to be aggressive out of the gate. You have to be putting the pressure on that team, especially at their home turf. You got to put the pressure on them. So mm-hmm. guys like say uh, showing in the you know in the ninth or whatever that was insurance run. That's big, and to keep that kind of vibe going where no runs are enough. I mean, until it's over, you keep putting runs on the board. That's what I want to see. Uh, a lot of times they go on the road or they'll even be at home and they, they can look lifeless. And it's like, you don't want to see that at all. I want to see if they're losing, I want to see them losing good. And if they're winning win well. Um, So we talked about it earlier. A lot of these games are going to be one run and you're going to have to edge them out. And that's just the nature of the beast with the Cubs. And we are fully capable of doing that, especially with the speed that we have. And, you know, we can, we can do that. So, like you said, it's going to be the vibe. If they can keep this vibe going where they're beating good teams, they're looking good all together, and they're operating in full cylinder. When you operate as a team, especially like the Cubs, 
you can really achieve a lot. You can put more runs up than a power team. I mean, it's because back-to-back hitting, it starts to really put pressure on the bullpen. It's it's exactly what they need to do is play to their brand of baseball. 100%. And I, I, there's a couple of points that you brought up that, that sparked some thoughts in my mind. First off, you mentioned, right, just no power. Jeremiah's got the stat for us. Scored nine runs with no extra base hits. That's cool and fucking tough. That works. That plays. I don't care. They don't ask how. They ask how many at the end of the day. And that's how it happens. And, yes, they hit 30 wins tonight. It's all good. They're going to bring a bag of grass clippings as well on the road with them. Even Joey's out here saying, hey, you're welcome for all his negative energy last night to, to channel tonight's win. And, yes, always, sun's out, gun's out for Ron Luce in the summertime. I I think it's just kind of common for me to wear tank tops around here during the summertime. It's just pretty normal at this point. People get used to it. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. At least you don't see anything you don't want to see. It's just, it all blends. I'm so pale that like the yellow looks like my skin at times. It's just all the same tint of color and things like that. Nonetheless, the vibes are there. Like you said, Nick, like this team is, is figuring it out. They're finding ways to get it done. And this just needs to be more consistent. And you know what? Like your microphone in a weird way is like inspiring me in the sense of like good colors, good vibes, good fortune, right? The Cubs just need to let that happen, right? You need to let the Christopher Morels do their thing. You need to let just this team be this team. And I I do truly believe that this, this team's a good ball club. Like, we've sat here and we've watched it. We saw April. We've seen these weird games like tonight in between where like you're like, yeah, this 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 team can do some shit. Like, they're not atrocious by any stretch of imagination. Just guys have to get out of their own heads in the sense of, like, just, just go up there and have good at-bats. Like, like you said, this team looked lifeless at times, especially on this last West Coast trip lifeless at times that angel series atrocious if i if if they ever ever replay that series on marquee just for shits and giggles i will boycott the program like i don't want to see that series let it die in history that's where i'm at mentally but like you saw the good moments in the giant series you saw the good moments in the padre series like this team is not dog shit this team is not bad enough to sell marcus stroman this team is not bad enough for everybody to be like, let's just reset and get more prospects and maybe next year. No, 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 no. This team has clearly the potential. You don't put up 21 runs in two games if you're not a good ball club, truthfully. And I just, I hope, I hope so badly that they continue to make it happen. Nick, I want to get your thoughts on something really quick, though, because I look at this team and I remember April. And I go, Bellinger felt like the cog that made this this machine go, right? Then he gets hurt and things fall off the rails. What is this team going to look like in your opinion? Because, again, he had two hits tonight, two ribbies, two runs scored. What happens when you have Seiya Suzuki and Bellinger back-to-back in this lineup hitting in the 860 to 890 range in OPS? Like, what, it, what does that make the rest of this lineup do? Does that help a guy like Ian Happ? Does that help a guy like Dansby Swanson? Like, what what does your brain think 
when I say you have Seiya batting four and Belly batting either three or five, and then everybody else fills out the rest. I mean, that just gets me really excited, to be honest. Like, I want it that right now because it gives you a lot more opportunity for extra base hits. And if you have a team that gets on base, you get those runs in. I mean, it's it's that simple, honestly. But to have the Cubs at full strength, like you said, this is not a bad team. So potentially when that happens, if they could just kick it into their full gear, I, I could – I, I hope, you know, they can convince to not sell and they could be buy, buy, buy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yeah, there it is. Bye, bye, bye. I need, I need the, I know. It's we probably, need that. We, it's, we I know need it, it. I know it's copyright as hell, but like <laughs> I need the buy, buy, buy button from Jim Cramer. If anybody knows who Jim Cramer is, bonus points to you. It's a big old shout out to my, my, recently passed grandfather who was the biggest Jim Cramer watcher ever. It was like five, like four 30 every day. You know, Jim Cramer would come on, he'd like a stock and he'd hit his little button and be like, bye, bye, bye. Like, that's how I feel about this Cubs team right now. Bye, bye, bye. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Because they are closer to contention in my opinion than they are to a rebuild. They've already done that shit. They've yeah. got a lot of good trades. If you look at the top level, of their, you know, of their farm system, most of those guys were acquired via trade. And that's okay. Like, that's that's good, yeah. wise trades, truthfully. Like, if you, I feel like we're going to look back on it in, give it like four years from now. And we're going to say in that sell-off of 2021, the only trade that maybe was balanced and not in the Cubs' favor was the Anthony Rizzo trade. Because you got Rizzo, who's killing it in New York, and good for him. We love Riz. I, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish nothing to those guys, but nothing but the best. But he's been so good, and you got Alcantara for him. And, yes, Viscano had the weird, like, he just didn't show up and decided to leave and whatever. But, like, that trade could be even at the end of the day. But if you look at the Bryant trade, Killian and Canario, maybe. One of them might work out. Canario's been hurt, so we really don't know. He had 38 home runs last year in the minor leagues. Like, that dude looked really good last year. Like, there might be something there. And then with Baez, you got PCA. So, like, at the end of the day, this 2021 sell-off looks really, really good in hindsight, right? So, but again, that's okay. That's okay to have your top prospects come from trades. Nonetheless, don't just sit here and be like, oh, we're going to sell again for another offseason. That's that's fucking stupid because you got people over here like like Scott who'd sell his soul for one long ball hitter. Exactly. Bernie's ready. Bernie's ready for summer vibes, as am I, you know, and then that's and then yeah. we're just going to we're going to roll through the comments here. You know, Joey's all about Talkman in the in in the leadoff spot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Please sound off. I, I definitely agree with that. And and I David Ross does deserve credit there. I think it's given him a newfound confidence. Um, and as things go his way, he's gonna build more and more confidence. And I just think he, like I said, is that guy. Um, so he's gonna start to deliver in those moments. You need clutch hitting. You were desperate for clutch hitting, and he provides that for you. And to have a leadoff guy that can get on base throughout the game because they're usually the ones that get the most plate appearances. I mean, that's, it's huge. It's what you need. So I agree with Joey there. 
Do you think, Nick, that Talkman being a Chicago native, like, again, I'm almost going to relate it over to another show that people probably hear my voice on and go, fuck, we have to hear from this guy again. But over at Bears on Tap, Ryan Poles, GM of the Chicago Bears, has deliberately said, we have signed guys that are from the Chicagoland area because they understand what happens when the Bears win. Do you think it's kind of that way with Mike Talkman right now? And like he understands when Cubs win because he's a Palatine native? Yeah, I mean, I think that if you're a Palatine native, you're going to understand the vibe, uh, what it brings to the city of Chicago. Um, but I think that more it gives him a sense of purpose, like he has a chance. He had an opportunity and he has taken full advantage of that opportunity. But if you're in a place where you're already comfortable, you already know, like you said, what this brings when you start winning, you you just give yourself more of an advantage there. So I, I think you're on to something there. I think that he definitely, like being a on the Cubs, I don't know if he grew up a Cubs fan, but being on the Cubs, he knows what it means to Chicago. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think they did say he was a Cubs fan growing up, so it makes it even yeah. cooler. Joey calls him the Palatine Pounder. Of course, Joey's mind goes to the gutter. But a couple more comments here, which I they're fun. We have to read them, especially for the people that listen to this in, in podcast form. Jeremiah says, Joey giving Rossi props. That's hearsay, 100%. He also says, in sync, because we were talking about bye, 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 which, good joke. I appreciate that. As, as an in sync over Backstreet Boys lover as a kid, I truly appreciate that. Joey, you're a buck late. He says Bellinger playing first base and rehab means Mervis back to AAA talking sticks. Question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we already addressed that, dude. Yeah, a little <laughs> late to the ball game here, bud. Uh, Juice is Jim Kramer in the offseason with the hashtag plans, but Joey says you are Kramer <laughs> and I am George Constanza. Neither here nor there. Um, angles fall off and the Cubs trade and extend for Otani at the deadline. Yeah. Uh, Scott's going <laughs> to ride that train till he dies. And hey, I respect it. Hey, hey yeah. I'll tell you what, if the Cubs get Shohei, cool. If they don't, I, I'm I'm expecting the worst and hoping for the best. Um, <laughs> and then Juice says that costs extra. All right, we'll, we'll keep this thing moving. Um, one, <laughs> one last thought when it comes to tonight's game, Nick, that I, I want to get your thoughts on before we, uh, we you know, keep this thing moving to, to tomorrow. With Drew Smiley, right? Like he he finally had a bad start for the first time in a while. <laughs> but ultimately, what does it say in a veteran like him battling back the way he did and still giving this Cubs team a chance? Like, I feel like there's very like I think the biggest concern for us as Cubs fans most of the season has been this pitching staff in terms of giving us confidence starts, right? Marcus Stroman is going to be an an all-star. And if he's not, I am going to riot and boycott. And if he's straight at the deadline, I've already, I've already, I've already said it on the show. If he's traded at the deadline, you're not going to see me after the deadline. It'll be two month hiatus of Ron Luce on Cubs on tap. But Stroman's been great. Steele's been great until he got hurt. Otherwise, you we've kind of been looking for like consistency in terms of starts with the rest of this Cubs staff. Hendricks has actually been pretty good in his return, but Smiley has been really good. And even with a bad start tonight, what does this say about a guy like Drew Smiley to this, this rotation? And like, I feel like when he was re-signed, people were like, why would you give him so much term as a lefty and he's old and blah, blah, blah. How much do you think he actually truly means to this team, especially just a guy that can go out there and battle and give you a good start, even when he doesn't have his best stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, that's huge. I mean, he's You can't expect the guy to be lights out every time. He's not a top-level starter, but he's been giving you those performances. So tonight to go out there and battle after going down um, and giving the Cubs an opportunity to get the bats going, knowing fully well that they might not get going because in his head he's been there. He's done that. He knows what run support is and when he gets it. So he still he shut out that noise and he continued to battle. He left a couple pitches up, but other than that, he looked really he he still looked sharp. Um, but this is a guy that you didn't expect to be this type of caliber good, you know. So mm-hmm. to have an outing like this and show that you can still hold the fort down, that just increases his value, in my opinion. I think that he's huge for this team and like you said, Hendricks has been exactly what we need at this moment. Like he's giving you innings, he's eating up time, and I think he's going to take a turn and go up really quick because that changeup's just nasty. So I just I think that overall Drew Smiley brings a lot. He's almost like the anchor right now to this pitching staff. He's just he gives you innings, he gives you good starts. He's that lefty that you can kind of rely on right now. Absolutely, I I'll tell you what, like. I think a lot of people coming into the season were like, why do you have so many veterans locked up to term? Especially guys like Smiley, who they gave a new contract to in this offseason. Tyone, who they paid a lot of money for. Stroman, who they should re-sign, which apparently they don't want to, which don't get me on that. We'll be here for another 90 minutes. <laughs> but I think it shows that like it's better to have a lot of guys that can give you good innings. And then fill it out with the guys as they become ready that you have in your pipeline. Because truthfully, right now, if we really look at it from a Cubs perspective, Hayden Wesneski has struggled. Ben Brown is probably the next guy up in this rotation. Truthfully, if you look at like a development standpoint, he had a hell of a day today. I don't know if anybody saw it. He went six innings. He gave up six hits. I don't think he walked anybody, which is fucking ludicrous. And he struck out 11 people. 11. God damn it, he's good. That's beautiful. Thing, we got him for David Robertson, like 38-year-old <laughs> David Robertson. And it's not a shot David Robertson. David Robertson's had a hell of a fucking career. That dude's made a lot of fucking money. He's going to laugh at all of us when we're all slaving away at our you know 40-hour-a-week jobs, and he's chilling poolside for the next 45 years until he dies. But to get him in that trade for Robertson for half a season, because the Phillies didn't even keep him. He's with the Mets now. Like he's earning another paycheck still. And all of us Cubs fans are like, wow, he got us Ben Brown. That That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And it worked for the Phillies though. They got to the world series. They had a chance. Didn't work out neither here nor there. Ben Brown is probably the next guy up, but most of the top Cubs pitching prospects are a little bit away yet. So like, again, to your point, I think a drew smiley in this rotation is a good investment for this Cubs team. And until he can't get the job done, he's a perfect guy to have in there as your three, four, five guy and just eat innings, give you a solid start every single time and get the job done at the end of the day. Nick, I want to turn it back over to you really quick before we uh, continue this thing forward. Any final thoughts about this 10, six win over the Pirates on this Wednesday night? Yeah, man, you know, the boys yesterday, they bitched and moaned a little bit. Uh, I'm just hoping and moaned. I'm just hoping that, you know, 
they're just wrong and that we can see this consistency come about because a consistent good Cubs team, I really feel like has a shot at the division. This is a shit ass division. By the way, today that Cardinals that made my fucking day, man. To see that happen, that was it's beautiful. The whole thing with the Cardinals is beautiful. It's what I rely on when the Cubs are losing. So Anyways, I, I, I hope we can see some consistency, man, and I hope they can carry this uh, momentum and get the sweep. Honestly, get the sweep. This is a huge – it's like you said earlier, this is the division leader. I mean, yeah. get the sweep. Huge, huge series uh, and huge. move on and keep the momentum. Huge. Huge opportunity. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with you. Jeremiah says here 1.8 Ks in, inning, uh, in reference to Ben Brown. I'm right there with you, man. Like, my final thought is truly, like, there is nothing better as somebody that's a a voice on a microphone, whether it's at our level, whether it's Stephen A. Smith, whomever. LOL. Hold on. Huge. Um, (laughs) There's nothing better, truthfully, especially when it's a team that you like. In our case, we are all Cubs fans here. There's nothing better than being wrong. Like, I want to be wrong when I'm negative. That's the exact thing I ask for as a voice on a podcast is, please, I hope this Cubs team makes me look like a fucking asshole for saying shit that I said. Please. Like, there is there is no – honestly, like, it is the most jubilating feeling in the entire world because it's like, good. This team did exactly what I didn't think they were going to do and they proved me wrong. And I want to be proven wrong. It's almost one of those weird things like a coach, right? Like if you're a coach and you walk into your locker room and you're like, these other teams in your division or conference or whatever it is, they don't think you're shit. Prove them wrong. Yes, please. Prove them wrong. Prove us wrong. Please. I tweeted tonight before this Cubs team came back from the Cubs on tap account. Does this Cubs team come back? And everybody in the comments, no, 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 no. I'm glad we all got proven wrong. We're sitting here talking about a fucking awesome win. That's what we'd like to see. I think every one of us as fans, when we're negative, want to be proven wrong. So I think my final thought is, Cubs, please continue to prove us wrong. Please continue to tell us that you have the offense that it requires when we all doubt it. Please tell us that you have the pitching that it requires mostly out of the bullpen because we know what the starting can do. But out of the bullpen especially, to prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Tell us to go stick it up our ass at the end of June and say we're back in this division race and we're going to buy and we're going to have a shot. That's what all of us want. I want to be wrong. This is the one thing I want to be wrong at. I have a job every day that I have to do that I have to be right at. But sitting here and yelling on a podcast is what I want to be wrong about, especially when I'm angry and upset about things. Prove us wrong. And just as Joey says, amen, prove me wrong every single night, 100%. Just, again, remind us that you are better than what our stereotypical minds think. Be better. This Cubs team has shown it. They've proven it. They've done it. They've done it the last two nights. We know this Cubs team can get it done offensively. Continue to get it done, and we will all be happy. 
Nick, let's go ahead and look forward to tomorrow because the Cubs have an opportunity for something really cool against the best team in the NL Central right now, which would be a <laughs> something that begins with an S and rhymes with weep. Uh, nonetheless, it is a Thursday, June 15th game at 7.05 Central Daylight Time, 8.05 for our boy Juice in the Eastern Time Zone at beautiful Wrigley Field. Marcus Stroman's on the bump. We don't know who the fuck will be on the bump for the Pirates, neither here nor there. It's TBD still, uh, but Stro is Stro. 7-4 on the scene with a 2.42 ERA. He has been superb. He's going to be an all-star. I'm calling it right now, and if he's not, I will... Um... What should I do, Nick? If, if Marcus Stroman's not an all-star. If he's not an all-star? Yeah, you pick. It can be <laughs> outlandish. It can be outlandish. I don't not, I don't know. I mean, not I too outlandish. Like, don't get me don't get me arrested. But like Yeah, I mean, along the lines of what I'm thinking, you'd get arrested. I would riot, first of all. Yeah, well, Go yeah, right I don't to wanna, the, I'm not gonna riot. Yeah, I'm not gonna riot. You don't want um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on this podcast if he doesn't, but What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What's, <laughs> what's what's burning? I'm so confident life? that he's going to be an all-star that you could almost break out the mankini if he's not. <laughs> but, but the, the other mankini, color. But the mankini with the other color. <laughs> the, other color. <laughs> the red one. You get to break out the red one. But where, red Like, am I, like, am I, you know, am I sitting here with a mankini, you know, sucking down whipped cream? <laughs> Am I am I ripping shots of Malort everybody every time somebody says I can't believe Marcus Stroman wasn't an all-star? Because there's a bottle of Malort in my house. So like we can make that happen. I and think that's what it should be. I think that's what it should be. If he's not an all-star, I think yes. The whole the, the whole Cubs on Tap gang will join the join the show. I'll be in the red mankini <laughs> and I will have shots of Malort ready. And every time somebody on the show says, I cannot believe Marcus Stroman was an all-star for the fact that it, we still need to have a show. It just can't be everybody sitting here being like, I can't believe Marcus wasn't an all-star and then just <laughs> taking turns. Yeah, right. I will rip a shot of Malort and it, it'll be all kinds of fun. And holy hell, the, the absolute comments are losing their minds. Jeremiah <laughs> wants the one chip challenge. Uh, I would uh, do that. I really would. I truthfully would. I that doesn't bother me. If somebody wants to order that for me, please do. Um, Scott wants me to chug a bottle of Malort. No, please no. Hot sauce and Malort. That sounds awful. My Ooh. father chiming in saying, please no. Yeah, because he has to <laughs> deal with it. That's the best part of all of it. Uh, Juice thinks it's funny that he says no. Um, the one chip uh, challenge. Pucky, a lot of... Pucky one chip challenge is, is a big thing. I will never be the same after that picture. Uh, it's already out there. I've already been in a mankini on this, <laughs> on this show, Dad. So you, you just got to get used to it. But all right, I'll tell you what. It's either going to be a Malort and mankini challenge or a one chip and mankini challenge. If Marcus Stroman's not all star, he's been that fucking good. He leads the league in quality starts with less than two earned runs. 11 compared to what eight was the next best guy, I believe coming into a, a week or two ago. He has been that good. I expect him to give it the Cubs a chance tomorrow, Nick against this Pirates team for the old uh, S word that rhymes with weep. What say you, what is it going to take for the Cubs to get a win tomorrow against the Pirates? 
Strosho's out there. It's going to take some darn run support. I've been asking for the run support for Strofe. I don't know how many times, but it's going to take some run support. They got to go out and do what they did. Do half of what you did in the last two days and let Stro do the rest, man. He just needs a little help. And it, it seems I, I just his win and loss line would be so different. It seems every time he goes out there, he does not get the help that he needs. And it's unfortunate because he's a fiery guy. He's a passionate guy. I want to see him get that help tomorrow. I want to see another quality start and, you know, have the car offense pick up the pitcher again. Why not? Hell yeah. We like offense when it picks up the pitcher. I'm yes. right there with you. Uh, Nick, I want to give you the opportunity first, though. Final thoughts before we sign off for the night. You know, I hope we can keep having fun shows because obviously winning is fun. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we are in a bad division. So I hope that we can just take control of this thing. You know, if we can consistently play good baseball throughout this next stretch, it, it can really turn things around. We can be in the narrative of the top in the division. And there's no reason the Pirates should be up there. There's no reason we should be up there. We are a good baseball team. And it starts with putting a good lineup out as well. And I want to see that staying there. Good lineup every night. Win the game. Every single play to win. We play to win the game. That's what we do. So do it. You play to win <laughs> the game. That's all yep. I can think about when you say that is you play, you play to win, win the, the game. game. You do. Absolutely. You do. There are no punting. I don't want to see any punting lineups. It's disgusting to me. This is a major league franchise. We are the freaking Cubs. Go out there and win every day. Third largest market, baby. Just there prove it. Prove it. Show it in the lineup. No getaway day yeah. lineup bullshit. No, 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 no. Especially this weekend. You literally get to stay home. You play the Pirates at home, and then you got the Orioles coming to town. There is no reason to have a getaway day lineup. You don't have to get on an airplane and go anywhere. You are staying home. You're in your own bed, and it is what it is. A couple of comments here, uh, Nick, that are going to set up my final thought. Uh, my father says the one-chip challenge. He says if he is not an all-star, he will join me, which I am going to oh. keep him to that. But on top of it, Scott says wear the mankini to Wrigley. Oh. I'll tell you what, this is the refined bet. If Marcus Stroman is not an all-star, I will wear the mankini to Wrigley, but I will wear it with shorts on and I will put a t-shirt on to get into the ballpark. And then I will take the t-shirt off when I am in the ballpark. <laughs> and I will also do the one chip challenge in relation because I am that confident that Marcus Stroman is going to be an all-star because of how good he has been. And if it doesn't happen, you guys all get to laugh and enjoy and have a great fucking time giggling <laughs> and smiling and just it is what it is. But I will do it. it. And it's on it's on record. And Mr. Lafever Fever can clip this and we can replay it. He did it with me with the Mankini challenge initially. I know he would love to do it again. That that's what we will do. That's what we will do. That is what is gonna happen if it comes down to it. Uh, Juice says I will be at that game. He says don't vote Stro because Juice just wants to. <laughs> Juice just wants to watch me just have misery and and terrible times. But nonetheless, Nick, this has been an absolute blast. We got to talk about a great Cubs win. They win the series. They're going for uh, a, a certain word that starts with S and rhymes with weep tomorrow um, against this Pirates team. 
Stroh show is on the bump. But before we get out here, I want to remind everybody, Cubs on Tap, one of two official Cubs podcasts of the On Tap Sports Network. Be sure to check out our friends over at Dingers. Uh, they did a great. They do always a great job. Uh, our boy Jake Bouge was at the ballpark tonight. In case you didn't know, he is a big Mike Talkman guy. I'm really trying to convince him to buy a Mike Talkman jersey because I need a Mike Talkman jersey in this on tap circle with my Rafael Ortega jersey, and it's going to be the ultimate power like jersey couple of just irrelevant players in 25 years. But that's okay. We like that around here. We really do. And hey, Jake Bouge, if you're listening, buddy. Maybe I'll buy a Talkman jersey with you, and we can do it together, and we'll go to a game together. Where no, and we'll be like Mike. We'll be like Mike, and it'll be a good time. Nonetheless, be sure to follow them over at Dinger Cubs on Twitter and Instagram. Mitch, Kevin, Jeff, Jake—they do a great job covering the Cubs. They are live every Monday night between eight and eight thirty, right here on the OnTap Sportsnet YouTube and Facebook channels. And if you're not subscribed and don't have that bell button clicked, I don't know what the hell you're doing. That's not my problem. That's yours. Be sure to do that. Uh, Scott says he has a Felix PA jersey. That is that's awesome. I love that. Good for you, Scott. Honestly, I, that that makes me excited as a jersey nerd. I, I am such a big fan of that. But nonetheless, back on topic. Be sure to follow us as well at Cubbies on Tap, C-U-B-B-I-E-S, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Loose on Tap. He's at Nick underscore on tap at juice on tap at Joey knows nothing at Teddy friends. You 70 at bulls guy, Rob, be sure to be following all of us here that do Cubs content to be giving you the best product from us at Cubs on tap bulls, bears, Blackhawks. You know, the drill we've got it all. And yes, Cubs fans, we all have friends that unfortunately either live on the South side. I live on the South side, but I'm not a Sox fan or they like the Sox. It's a Cardinal sin. Nonetheless, send your friends to our friends over at Socks on Tap. They do a great job covering the boys at 35th and Shields. Once again, ontapsportsnet.com at ontapsportsnet on social media. The ontap sports network. Go ahead and check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. Nick, my friend, this is always a pleasure. It's even better when we get to talk about a win. And what do you say, buddy? We get out of here the only way to how it comes on tap. Fuck the Cardinals. Yes! And let's go, Cubbies! Woo!